Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Eddie McDougall. I'm joined as always by Dr. Roger, Dr. Kismoji, and John the Brain Sheeran. That's and right. it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen Dr. Roger, who yeah. has been hiding his face, not because of the Bengals' lack of success or sure. monumental disappointment of a year. I don't know. I think it is. Uh, Roger, you want to tell them about the work you've had done? Just a little bit of microblading, filling in some gaps in my beard that, you know, weren't looking good and stuff and right now it's kind of reddish so i'm a little embarrassed but uh, i'll be back soon kids yeah and i noticed my uh, mustache is starting to get a little patchy and it, really with the bengals season being the way it has gone yeah. there's been a lot of time for us to think about other aspects of our lives john yeah be a little vain do a little self-care need a lot of patchwork i guess to yeah, yeah. Kind of the team need, the team needs a lot of patchwork, John. Yeah, That's John. Well, yeah, I, I look yeah great. well, I don't need patchwork. No, John looks great, fantastic. John, yeah, John looks never look better. Yeah. Was, well, yeah, but John, here's the thing. Well, let us. We'll get to Joe Burrow. We'll get to Brian Callahan. We'll get to the play calling and uh, Zach Taylor's decision to play Burrow. We're gonna get to all of that. But you mentioned patchwork, and that line is that phrase is often used for the offensive line, and John. The tackles don't seem to be the problem for once with the offensive line. We're starting here. Sure, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Titans are really good up front. I think um, if we had a show last week, we would have talked about that. Jeff Simmons is pretty much on the same level as Aaron Donald to me and Chris Jones. They do a really good job of uh, delayed pressures up the middle, overloading one side, stunting game work, whatever the case may be. It's confused the Bengals offensive line for years, no matter how talented or untalented that group is. It's what led to a lot of those pressures. Like a lot of people look at the blitzes that the Bengals kind of got caught up with with the Titans. Yes, the blitzes did work, but there were plenty of times where the Titans just rushed five and they just schemed the pressures and schemed those rushers up really well. They looped them around the side. They had one where it was like the middle linebacker was standing up and all of a sudden he's on the other side of the line of scrimmage and he's got a clear shot on Burrow. And that's either because the play didn't develop as quickly as he wanted to, Burrow didn't throw the ball as quickly, or the offense line just didn't pick it up. It was a lot of stuff like that with the offensive line. But in general, um, I don't know. Like, Orlando Brown and Jonah Williams are basically playing like at the same level. They're playing fine, but you're seeing still a lot of lumps from Cordell Wilson. You're seeing imperfect plays from both Ted Karras and Alex Kappa because they are both imperfect. It's a lot of things going wrong when the offense isn't operating at the way that it should be right now with the offensive line. And, and the defensive lines, John, correct me if I'm wrong, they know Burrow can't escape in the pocket can't a step forward and, and a sneak through the middle of the the, the of field course. and so they're yeah they're they're attacking on the sides and these guards and these centers they're just like they don't know exactly what to do how to help hand them off you know or help to help take on that the handoff so okay so so elephant in the room then yeah if you have a quarterback who is basically immobile who can't get the can't get the power into the ball because he can't really use his, one of his legs you got someone with a potential Achilles and, uh, injury if, if, you, if you strain the calf further. The question that a lot of Bengals fans are asking, and in fact one reporter asked, and Zach Taylor got mad about, why play him at all at this point? John. Here's the philosophical reasoning behind it. Um, 
when the season started and Burrow was getting back to 100%, I think in their minds they thought, okay, he's not going to be completely himself. They just got to survive a couple of weeks while he gets back to where they expected him to be. And then the game against the Ravens happened. He suffered a setback, and they kind of got back to square one. And at that point, they realized, oh, this guy is not going to be where we thought he was going to be. But we still think that there's a chance that he could get back to that point in a matter of just weeks. And, and like, in their minds, like, clearly they think that Joe Burrow, this version of Joe Burrow, gives them a better, a better chance to win than the best possible version of Jake Browning, I guess, because Jake Browning is healthy and he got plenty of reps in training camp in the preseason. And if they're not going to him at this point, then they won't go to him unless they feel like they absolutely have to. Issue is they're not that far off from that because this is a bottom five offense, even with Burrow taking the snap and not being an efficient quarterback that we know that he is. This came down to a plan that was just completely disrupted by what happened to Burrow in week two, I think. And they're just banking on things kind of getting back to normal. But as we know, hope is not a plan. Unfortunately, their contingencies just aren't nearly as good as yeah john let's just get one thing out of the way there's no pressure from mike brown like hey i paid all this money you know i want to see him out there there's no sorts of there's no sort of like hey you know this looks really bad that we spent all this money actually said that no that's what i'm saying i'm no a lot of people have said it a lot of people are saying it but John, I just want to—I just want to be clear. Zach Taylor, here's my interpretation. Zach Taylor has hitched his wagon to Joe Burrow, and and he knows that. And so, anything but a healthy Joe Burrow in his mind, the offense is just is just going to collapse. Joe Burrow was a question mark going into the Rams game, and then they said, you know, he might start, but he won't finish. And then they said, oh, he finished and we won, and he was moving okay. And so that kind of sent the message like, oh, let's just keep putting him out there, right? Like, okay. he's healthy enough. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're seeing the whole thing wrong. Look, this is not Zach Taylor's team. This is not even Mike Brown's team anymore. This is Joe Burrow's team. When you have a starting quarterback who wants to play and insists on playing, you kind of got no option but to play him. So it, the, the fact of the matter is, even if Zach Taylor didn't really want, even if he thinks it's not the best thing to have Joe Burrow start. If Joe comes to him and is like, no, I want to play, I can play, he kind of has to let him play. And he's putting the responsibility on, of his calf on his own shoulders, and Joe, we know that's the kind of guy Joe is. I think Joe is the kind of person who might, in this, in this particular situation, not really be recognizing his own limitations. And I don't think there is anybody in the team that can tell him no. And if you sit a quarterback who doesn't want to be seated... Uh, you know, that's got, that creates all kinds of tension in the locker room. And you got to keep Joe happy. It's Joe's team. At the end of the day, it is Joe's team. And Joe is the one who wants to play, like it or not. There, there's already, I think, palpable tension in the locker room, um, compounded on the fact that if they don't get this right instantly, as soon as possible, then the season's kind of over at this point. Um, if Joe is strong arming his leverage into playing, which I don't think he is, by the way. I think he's saying that I'm good enough to play and finish the game. 
So the Bengals are like, okay, then then we'll do that. Um, but there's definitely pressure on the coaching staff figuring this out because if they are going to play with him, and by the way, they don't have to play him. Like they can just make the executive decision to say, hey, we feel like while you are not 100%, we might get better results. We feel more comfortable getting better results from our alternative, which would be Jake Browning. Clearly they don't think that. So it, as you said, if they're hitching their wagon to play this guy and he's not 100%, then they need to do everything in their power to get the best possible offense. And they just haven't made the necessary adjustments to do that. And they're trying to run an offense where Burroughs is his usual self when he's processing everything great. And his mechanics are perfect. And that's just not been the case. So something's got to give in this point. Either they have to make these adjustments or they have to sit the guy. Okay, let, let's and let's get this off the table because we know the McCarran truthers are out there. Yeah, that's what I want to ask, John. Why is he not an option? Why? Is no, he no, no. Well, well, well. It's been about what a week and a half since we signed him. Almost well, two weeks since we signed him. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, John, he's a 34 year old veteran quarterback. Been in a few systems. Been in a few leagues, John. Not every quarterback has been. He's basically I, multi-dimensional, John. John, he he. First of all, let's just be clear about AJ McCarron. His limitations are with his arm talent, as they call it. But all the intangibles, you agree, no. John? I mean, Marry he is. Well, yeah, those are that's kind of tangible. The model is tangible. But I'm saying the intangibles. I'm saying the the aspects of the game, the mental aspects of the game, the composure. He has it all. You would agree. I mean, so so in that sense, two three weeks for him to pick up the offense. I mean, right? It's about it's be- the the key, the question is it might not be better than what we have with Burrow but certainly it's better than Browning. Why does everybody say Burrow than Browning? Why not Burrow than McCarron? John, because he's the backup. He's on the roster. Like that's not he not was a- signed to replace I mean, Browning. Let's roster. be clear. Look, Simeon Simeon was signed to challenge and probably they thought was going to replace Browning as Browning QB2. Is, is a nice but man, no no no. A good quarterback. Well, he's too sloppy, John. He's too sloppy to a start sloppy for a team like the Bengals. Yeah. He's, he's a sloppy brown, a lot of brownings that he delivers on the football field. Yeah. The and way so- that you guys are talking to AJ McCarron is yeah. a way that, like, you just assume that Sing he's going to win at all costs. Like, uh, like, no, uh, no, 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 no. He's very competent. John, he, took over, he took over a team that started 8-0 in 2015, and he, he held, held them above water. You agree? Yeah. The end of the season. So he can take he can he, and, I mean, he can take the responsibility of a John, of a contender. We can't be snobs here and completely dismiss his performance in the XFL. I'm I'm not. I when I saw him ball out in the XFL and this was back in the spring, like the Bengals didn't have a backup at that point because they wasn't sure that they were going to resign Brandon Allen. I'm thinking, okay, he's an option to be a backup quarterback, and now he is one of the backup quarterbacks. I John's dude, excited. No, there we go. just don't don't twist my words here. Don't twist my words. Don't do that because I know don't you're going to do that. that. You're going to twist this into a headline on an article. It's going to get. It's going to be so you. great. Nice, nice epic, epic blog. Epic. I will. I will say this. I will say this. Bengals are at a point right now where all, all the gloves are off at this point. They need to do basically anything and everything in their power to get to make this happen. I don't think that you can just throw in McCarron and he'll just lead an efficient and offense that's perfectly in line with what they installed. However, however, the team is set up to a point where McCarron can play, I don't know, hero ball, and maybe you get something out of it, which, again, has been more than what they've gotten in two of these past four weeks when they've scored three points against the Browns and Titans. I think there's a chance that it, it, it could definitely work out just because the, the rest of the team is still set up to like win right now. 
I think in their minds, though, they want this thing to work the, the way that they want it to work, and they're not ready to do that. Which I, John, I have my headline. The Bengals' only hope is McCarron playing hero ball. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I got damn, from you. That's a, that's a good headline, quote, John. John. That, yeah, thank that's you for that. Good headline, John. No, but you know, uh, you know, that's I, I like the way John put it, hero ball, because the 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 fact of the matter is, you've got Jamar Chase, you've got. I don't know if you've got T. Higgins. Fine. Okay, forget it. But you've got a lot of other guys there. You've got Boyd. You've got... And you throw that ball up. I don't care who you are. You throw that in a, in a crowded football field. The chance of Jamar Chase coming down with that ball is actually pretty Yeah. Let, let's be clear, John. Burrow, with his calf, and, and some other people have pointed this out, Burrow doesn't have the big arm. He doesn't have the big hands. He doesn't even have normal-sized hands. And so with Burrow, a lot of the torque... As they say, and the, the, the velocity comes from his footwork and his twisting his body, the things he can't do now. Well, guess what? McCarran, he does have a calf. His calves, they, they work. And he can twist. And he can move. And so the point is, you don't need, let's say Joe Burrow is the most accurate quarterback in the league when healthy. Well, right now, he's you know, very far below average. If you just have average with Jamar Chase, to Hoji's point, and with T. Higgins, that's going to be at least a handful of big plays a game. That's all the difference. The issue, though, is the inverse is also true. There's a greater chance that McCarron's going to throw the, away the game compared to Joe Burrow. You have to recognize that. He hasn't played an NFL snap in years. You don't know how many balls he's going to He's never been a risk taker. He's never been that kind of quarterback, John. He's never been completely accurate either. So No, 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 but he knows his limitations. He's A.J. McCarron, John. He knows. He kind of knows a lot about life. Uh, yeah. so, so right now, the odds on the Cincinnati Bengals being able to make it to the playoff are 33.3%. That's okay. pretty high, actually. I expected it to lower. They have a 12.5 chance to win the division, uh, and they have a 3.2 chance of winning the Super Bowl. Okay, So that's that's not good. That is not good. 33.3 just to make the playoffs. I believe it's nine games they, that you make the playoffs. You can, you can make the playoffs, right, with nine games. So basically, I think we all agree, you lose against the Cardinals, and those chances become so low that the hopes are off. So there's a lot riding on this next game. Now, they're, they're going to have yeah. Burrow do it, fine. Uh, I don't see a win coming. John, what do... I, what think, do- I, I think, excuse me, just one real quick... I think once they lose this game, which they will next week, I don't see them winning against the Cardinals. Once we lose this game, once the Bengals have lost hope, that's okay. I think the Bengals fans need to face reality. You're not going to have a playoff team every year. Every team's got bad years. And and this is really right now about next No, year. no, hold on, this hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. There's not next year. We are, T. Higgins, this is his last year in Cincinnati, most likely. Right, John? This is a team that's built to win. Now, DJ Reader might not be here very much longer. This team, you know, this is this is the time. And I think that, John, I think that one and three is not insurmountable. I think if Joe Burrow is healthy, this offense goes from being last in the league to top five pretty quickly. Joe Mixon's playing better than he ever has. I mean, he's, he's looking really good. The offensive line has shown that, you know, once it gels and gets a little bit more on the same page, they're probably the best that we've had since Burrow's been here. So, you know, that is the, that is the, the playoff alert. Bengal is a final, final chance to make the playoffs. But no, I think, John, I think that against the Cardinals, Joe Burrow will be good enough. I mean, who do they have, pass rushing-wise, that we have to worry about? 
They got Josh Dobbs. He's playing out of his mind at quarterback. No. They might have the best well, quarterback in this game. I don't know. Well, I think I think if Burrow struggles in the first half, it's time to put McCarron in there. That's what I think. But of course, yeah. So wait, T Higgins, we're losing him this year. I I, I was thought that was still up in the air. I thought we weren't sure that we're going to lose T Higgins. I mean, would he refuse to play under the tag, John? I mean, that's the only option. I don't think. I think he'll try to fight to get an extension again. I think they'll work harder to do that compared to Bates. But yeah, it's. I should. I should. I really should talk to him. He and I are friends now. We we did the show together. Yeah, yeah. Government alert. That was on our phones. Was that the first ever national wireless government alert? I think it was. That's a moment for this show. It happened on this show. We got to experience it together, and maybe that's a sign. You know, maybe that's a sign that the Bengals will win. That Joe Burrow's calf is gonna feel better because John, the bright side to all this is, I believe these calf injuries can improve precipitously and quickly. I believe that the calf injury, because soft tissue injury like this, it can actually get better pretty quick, right? John? Is John frozen? Well, I don't yeah. think we have John anymore. No. Dad, you, what do you think? Can, can, isn't it, I believe the soft injury, because they originally said five weeks, okay? And we were yeah. counting those five weeks. We were originally counting it from the, the, uh, the preseason. Uh, no, no, no. It's different. There's different now levels. Now it's the Ravens it. one. Now it's no, the Ravens. It's different, it's different levels. So there's, you know, there's the different degrees of the strain. And the original strain was more than the five-week type. So Okay, but now. Now it's the five-week type. It's we already don't know. been two I don't weeks. think we know. No, I don't think we know. I think, you know. But there, here's the thing. is There is, there is the actual danger of Andrew Lucking Joe Burrow, which means that yes. he took so many hits that right. now they finally put an offensive line around him. It's too late. That's what happened to Andrew Luck. His body was failing him because he took so many hits. So, so, so John's yeah. no longer in the room, so I can be as crazy as I want to be. If I yeah. were running, you asked me that, deal, or you haven't asked me out loud, but in your mind no. you were saying that, Hoji, what would you do to fix this team? I tell you right now what I would do. I would sign Nick Foles. I yeah. would bring Nick Foles in and get rid of Browning and have a McCarron Folds backup situation. See which one is the better backup. Yeah. Get them going, right? Yeah. And the reason I think I'm they doing just... this is not just to finish the year, by the way. The reason I'm doing this is because Hoji the Electric Smoji has been saying for about two, three years now that a team like the Bengals that is designed around the quarterback must have a good backup quarterback. You have. Everybody you have. And now everybody agrees. It, everybody, yeah. yeah. Everybody made fun of me. Everybody said I was stupid. And oh, we can't win without Burrow. Well, sometimes you gotta. You just need a lot. Yeah, this, you need to. Yeah. If this had happened in the playoffs, Daddy, where would we be? Right. If if he good hurts point. his calf in the playoffs, but he he can be back in this for the Super Bowl. Your Burrow can yeah. be back for the Super Bowl. You need a guy who can win two or three, or maybe at least one playoff game. Well, we'll see. I mean, I think step by step, if they win against the Cardinals, you know, if they can get to three and three before the bye. I think that this team can put it together and sneak into the playoffs. So it's a step-by-step. Hopefully, Burrow, we can see him be as effective as he was against the Rams on Sunday. So stay tuned. We will be back to recap that game next week. Next week. Sweetie. Bye. Bye. Subscribe. Thumbs up. Leave comment. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.